This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. It's time! Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
Until I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. Good evening, everybody. Um, welcome along to OTID on YouTube. Um, I think we all probably remember what we're doing on the 27th of October 2018. Uh, I was due to go to watch Leicester City play West Ham. And it the reason slips my mind for some reason i didn't go i think the guy i was going couldn't make it um and in a way i i was probably best to be here when i when i heard the news uh, that that i did that our chairman had although it wasn't confirmed straight away i think i think deep down we all knew um it was live on bt the game and they announced it uh, after coming back from a commercial break. One man, one man's ambition, 5,000 to one outsiders, thousands of fans' dreams fulfilled. Football changed forever. He made our dream a reality and gave football fans everywhere, every club, Hope to dream. We laughed at him a little bit when he said, I'm going to get this club into Europe within a couple of years. Um, and he wasn't half wrong, was he? He made some tough decisions along the road way. It was an interesting ride. Pearson came and went. Sven Goran Eriksson came and very quickly went. He's gone, but he will never be forgotten. As the saying and the banner showed there, he will forever be in our hearts. But I just want to also say, let's not forget, there were other people in that helicopter, and it's very easy for us to grieve um, for... For Kuhn, uh, Kuhn Vichai. But there's members of his staff, the pilot, the pilot's girlfriend were on board. And you know what I am like for pronunciations of foreign names. So please bear with me. And I hope I do not do them any injustice here. But Kavporn uh, Pumpari, Nusara Sukumana, uh, there was the pilot, Eric Swaffer and his Polish girlfriend, Isabella Rosa Lechowicz. All of them passed away in that date. We remember, uh, you know, Kunvichai, but we mustn't forget the others as well. As I always said, he did not buy a football club. He bought in to a county. This is LTID TV. We're going to preview the Manchester City's game. Good evening and thank you for bearing with us. Start with Chris. Add a dash of sport. Squeeze in some music. Then shake, don't stir. And you've got the ultimate blend. LTID Radio. Uh, 
Indeed, we've got a new look. Hope you like it. Um, welcome along. Highfields Fox is in. Good evening, Highfields. Sorry for keeping you waiting there. Uh, just something I, 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 I like to do. It's Manchester City this weekend. Um, <laughs> probably a game we could do without, really. Um, we've just we've, we've just had three very good results. Palace, yes, we, we, we should have won. Let's be honest, but we we got a point, which we may not have got a few weeks prior to that. We beat Leeds, we beat Wolves. Confidence is high. And then along come Manchester City. I don't wish the guy any harm, and I think he is a footballing genius, but I do hope Haaland isn't fit. And I mean that in the night. I don't wish him ill like I did for Fafana, who I obviously wish that he'd break his leg. Uh, I don't wish him that, but I do hope Harland isn't well enough to play. Look, Craig's joining us as always, um, and we'll certainly get his thoughts on uh, on on Kuvachai as well. And Craig, uh, sorry, Bernard Deneen, um, who is a big Manchester City fan, so he will be joining us and giving his thoughts, and I'm sure the latest news about um harland as well but shall we have a look at some of that stats we always start with the stats why should any tonight be any different um indeed thank you very much true um means a lot that thank you means a lot um yeah sorry um Manchester City, as you can see there, riding high in second, although they would like to think that uh, <laughs> they could be riding high top. Two points behind Arsenal. Could that be this weekend? Arsenal have got a little matter of Nottingham Forest. <laughs> and they shouldn't be taken for granted. Look at Liverpool. Uh, so that's not going to necessarily be easy for Arsenal. Um, you would hope... No disrespect, Luke, that, they, that Arsenal will do it. But Manchester City, if they win and, you know, the, 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 well, if, if Arsenal only get a point at Forest and Manchester City beat us, they will be top. It's a given this game, if you like, because, you know, it's like I don't expect to get anything from here. I want to see a performance. Of course I do. But will I be disappointed if we lose? No. Will I be blaming Brendan if we lose? No. It's, you know, there's certain games you've got to say. It's like, you know, we lost to Arsenal. We lost to uh, Spurs. Spurs was, was a good performance, and I wasn't as hurt by that as I was the Arsenal one. Perhaps the Arsenal one just came a bit too early in the season. I don't know. But um, that's where the teams sit at the moment. Head-to-head. Um, -head, yeah, I think we better <laughs> better not look too much at this. <laughs> We've won seven. Uh, Manchester, and two of those obviously were in the Premier League winning season. Uh, Manchester City have won 13, nearly double. There's been two draws, um, but we've only won two at home, whilst Manchester City have won seven away. Oops. <laughs> here's, here's the recent meetings uh, between us. Uh, Manchester City last season, um, they beat us 1-0, and that was back in September, you may remember. Um, and then, well, yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a close game. 
<laughs> not uh, on the 26th of December. Um, we always seem to get them. Now it's Liverpool we always get around Christmas, but then we always seem to get Manchester City. I do remember under Puel, I think we beat them actually at uh, a Boxing Day. It kept him in his job for a bit. Uh, but uh, last Boxing Day, it was a ho-ho-ho and an empty sack for Leicester City. Our sack was emptied on Boxing Day. You go where you want to with that. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> going into it, though, I mean, you know, the form guides look pretty, you know, pretty good. Um, you know, we we, we can say uh, just about Luke. I'm sorry about this, but we've just still got on there the 4-0 win over Nottingham Forest. And we thought, hello, we're here. And it didn't quite work out that way. Uh, we went on to lose 2-1 to Nottingham Forest. Uh, out-thought, out-tacticed by a guy who'd never been a manager. And that was only, I think, his fourth fl top-flight game. We then drew 0-0 with Crystal Palace. A game, in fairness, I think we should have won. We should have won that. Um, but we did go on and beat Leeds 2-0. And we did go on, obviously, and beat Wolves 4-0. The good thing looking at that, and I think you agree, you've got to accept that OK, we lost to Bournemouth, but Bournemouth, in fairness, were up, I think, in about 10th or 9th at that particular point. We did not lose to any team that was kind of around us in the table. And I've said this before, you know, you had Brighton last season. They were flying. And then they hit some bad form. And I think it was about March. They were actually bottom of the form, bottom of the form table. And... What they did was they beat the teams that were around them. That's what got them back up the table. Because it's like six points. I know we call them six-pointers, but it is. And we've done well against teams that are down there scrapping with us. The Forest, Palace, Leeds and Wolves. So that is good to see. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, Manchester City, if we go back sort of five games, they could only put, only put three past Wolves. I mean, you know, Man City, come on. What are you playing at? You know, four. That's all right. Only got three. I don't know. I don't know. Um, City then, I'm going to say hi to Bernard. He's in. We'll bring him in in a second. Uh, uh, I'll say Bernard beat Man United then. <laughs> he would have loved that. Manchester City beat Manchester United 6-3. I'm not sure... I mean, it's obviously it's a good result, but Man United are such a funny team this season that they'll go and win one, lose one, win one, lose one. I'm just waiting for Eric to shake it all about. Um, they beat they beat Southampton four uh, 0 uh, Somehow they lost to Liverpool. I mean, I, I think they just sort of decided oh, let's, give, let's give everybody else a chance. <laughs> they lost to Liverpool 1-0 and then they went and got a good, good win against Brighton. But they have won three of their last four. But do, do like I say, Bernard, three against Wolves? That's child's play. If you can't get four or more against Wolves, well, you might as well just sort of pack up and go home. He's going to get his own back, isn't he? This is, this is where the goals are being scored. Same old, same old for Leicester. 60 minutes plus, we are letting the goals in. That said, we haven't for a while. I think we are now, so I think we are equal third in the clean sheet department, as sponsored by Andrex, of course. So that's good. But you can see there, Manchester City, 
just they'll, they'll just score when they want to, basically. <laughs> they'll just turn and go, it's our turn to score now, move over. Um, and then there you can see the stats. Or you can when I do that and how they compare. Uh, I mean, possession-wise, yeah, we've had 52-65. That obviously doesn't mean anything. Look at some of the games last week. Uh, attacks, we've had 1,200. They've had 1,400 offsides. Matter of shots on target, 50 to their 72 off target, 114. And if you're not shooting either or even if you're getting off target, then, you know, you're not going to score. Uh, we've had 83 um yellow cards we've had a few more than they have <laughs> a lot more and the average player rating for leicester was 6.77 uh theirs is 7.01 i think you can say that that is reflected in the um in, in the positions in the table here we have the match stats as you can just see there um on the matches there's a lot more green on the side of manchester city on the left, on the bottom one, it's a lot more goals as well. All I'm going to say is, guys, if you're ready to watch this tomorrow, if you're not going down to the KP, it is on BT Sport. We will be doing a live watch-along. I really don't know how good the watch-along is going to be because I'm actually going to be doing it from behind the sofa. So I might not be able to tell you what is going on in the game itself. But look, he's here. Let's welcome him in. And thank you very much for coming. Bernard, big Manchester City fan. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Chris. How are you? Uh, I'm a bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, re I remember the last time I come on, all I was all I did was try and build you up and make you less nervous. I, re I remember that. <laughs> yeah. from, and you, from, and you went the last go. You went and beat us six three. <laughs> I did my best. I did my best. I can only, I can only do my best. Listen, can I, can I just uh, myself and and all city, all Manchester City fans, offer our condolences as well? You, I heard you speaking before about the the sad anniversary. So, just on behalf of myself and of course all football fans, uh, just offer our condolences to you as well. Really, really do appreciate that, and I think uh, it's a shame, but sometimes it takes a disaster to bring. Well, make you realise that football, it's one big family. Well, it's you funny that you were saying about buying into the club as well. And mm -hmm. I mean, that's how we think about our owner. Uh, you know, he's totally bought into the club and what it, what it means. And yeah. uh, it just, it's just that sentiment is exactly the same. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate your kind words. Thank you very much for those. Much appreciated. Uh, Steve the Fox says his prediction is 1-0 the Foxes stop all this doom and gloom. Uh, I'll come back to you tomorrow on Saturday night, Steve. Don't get him in. The old wise owl is here. He's twitted twooing in the green room. Let's bring him in. Craig, good evening, sir. Good evening. Hi, uh, how are you doing? I'm not so bad. You've met um, uh, Bernard before, haven't you? I'm not sure we've met Bernard, have we? Uh, we might we might have met through the ether and not known it. <laughs> no, I think you did that. Uh, well, Craig, Bernard, Bernard, Craig. Yeah. And uh, well, we have now anyway, so it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> I'm going to apologise now because I'm absolutely useless with names. And I used to go to school with somebody called Carl Dineen. So if I call you Carl by accident, please, please. Call me anything you want, mate. It doesn't bother me. I've been called worse. <laughs> Well, I do with Craig, I must admit. That's true. <laughs> Not always to his face, though. Let me just say that. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for saying both for coming in. Um, you don't have to duck down now. 
Craig, we've got some new artwork. So okay, cool. You're not having to duck down like you used to before. You got, <laughs> got my nerves after a while. I've got to be honest with you. Um, very quickly, I mean, Bernard just mentioned it, then I, I did a little speech at the start. Mm. Uh, sad day today. Um, but one, we would not be where we are now if, and we wouldn't have had the, 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 the joys that we've had if it wasn't for, for, for that man, for that one man. That's true. That's true. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's easy to forget, isn't it? You know, particularly with all the, the trials and tribulations that the club have been going through this season, that, that we forget where we were mm. before he, uh, before he bought us, you know, it, it is very easy to forget that kind of thing. Um, so everything, all, all of our expectations that we have on our club now are because of what he built. Indeed. Indeed. And, you know, I've sat here and I've gone mad week, you know, a couple of games, you may have noticed. Um, <laughs> you hit it well, Chris. I, I try to, I try to. But in fairness, you know, it does put it all into perspective, you know, at the end of the day, it's a game of football. It's a game yeah. of football. Uh, and Big Morgan, thank you so much as well. That means a lot. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Let's get the elephant in the room out of the way, first of all. And I don't mean let's get rid of Craig. But <laughs> Bernard Harland, is he going to play? Isn't he going to play? Well, we're a bit mixed. I don't think. I don't think he will. I, I, I personally don't think he will. I've heard it from another source or two that he should be okay. But I don't think we're going to take any chances. All right, he can. He can have the World Cup off anyway because he won't be playing in it. So to me, you get him out there on crutches. He's still uh, still having effect. But uh, yeah, that, that's a bit still. I don't. I don't think he'll play. But there's a lot of City fans think he will play. So I, I can't be any any more any more certain than that. He was he was apparently spotted limping somewhere yesterday, wasn't he, on social media into a into a hospital. But yeah. the news is it's not bad. But that doesn't mean. He's going to play on Saturday. That just means it's not a bad injury. A bad injury. He's yeah. got. He'll, yeah. he'll be back. But he, I don't personally. I don't think so. But the, the jury's out at the moment. If I can just say, if there's any Leicester City fans watching that live in Manchester, <coughs> Brad, mm. get down to the hospital. Wait for him to come out and kick the sticks out from under his arms. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that out loud? <laughs> uh, let's face it. Um, Craig, if I was if I was Pep Guardiola, and I mean I often think I am if you play in FIFA, but when you know, I would look at this game and think I don't need to risk Haaland. I mean, you know, it yeah. is only Leicester. Look at where we are and look at where they are, and they're still a bloody formidable team with or without him. I, I think that'll be the case. I think I'd be surprised if he starts, let's put it that way. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if he's sitting on the bench just in case he's needed, but I, I can't see that they would risk starting him if there's any doubt um, over his fitness at the moment. I'd be, I'd be very surprised. Yes. And thank you to everybody that's put in messages in, in the chat. It is it is much appreciated. Thank you, LDH. Um, Terry's in. Uh, may sound daft. I want Harlan to play. Oh, just to see how good our defence is compared to other teams. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you've had, but can I have two pints of it, please? That, that's the three clean sheets you've had. That's getting getting carried, <laughs> carried away. Hey, let's not. I'm not getting carried away, but we are equal third in the clean sheet table now. <laughs> we can't. We shouldn't knock these things. I mean, 
But I mean, we do it at Leicester here. I mean, I, when I was going through sort of the the run into these games before, uh, you know, our, our our current form, you know, we've beaten no disrespect to them, Nottingham Forest, Leeds, Wolves. We've drawn with Crystal Palace. They are teams that we look at on paper and think we should be getting something from. Yeah. You've got to be looking at this game and thinking, oh, let's hope Arsenal slip up because we could go top here. No, we don't do that. We just want we want to win it. Of course we do. I mean, I will throw one fact at you. Just to, again, as you know, I try and cheer you guys up. At, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we played six games. We played eight at home, including the Champions League. Of course, I'm including that. Uh, we've won eight at home, all eight, no problem. We've only won three out of eight away from home. Only won three. We've not we've not won away from home since we beat Wolves. And only 3-0, as you said, as you said early on. Were you, but you beat, oh, <laughs> want, beat by. That was me grasping so, at straws there. So I'm, you know, I'm trying to build you up here. Yes, of course I expect City to win this. Of course I do. But we all know with City's high line and a defence at the moment that Pep's having to swap around. We're having to play Stones at right back. We're having to bring Gomez in at left back when he's not played many games. Uh, we might even have to play Cancelo at defence. He's no good at defending. He might be good going <laughs> forward. So, yeah, I, I think I think you shouldn't be too too getting. I don't think you should be behind, be behind that chair. I think you should sit proudly on it uh, and not hide behind it because I, I think I think Leicester will have it. It's, it's a free hit, isn't it? It's a proverbial free hit yet again. And why not? Uh, City's away away form isn't very very good, and um, I think Leicester is a sort of team. I mean, put it this way: if you take your chances like you did against Wolves, was it five shots and four <laughs> goals? I mean, that that's impressive. I mean, if, if you do that against us, we're knackered. You know, that's it. We're shot. So uh, this is sounding good, Craig, isn't it? And yeah. and just as our defence is coming good, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Am I well, not well, a couple of things before I get to that. One, I'm very impressed how quickly you switch formations there, Chris. That was that was. <laughs> I'm okay. trying to teach Brendan, but yeah. you know he's not picking no, up I like the balls. And and about a, a couple of minutes ago, you actually uttered the words "no disrespect to Notts Forest." What the hell are you doing? Look, this is the person I had to sit here and let Brad almost go for a Leicester win over Forest in the prediction league. Wow. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, no, but no, I mean, yeah. I was going to just say in my defence, we have got a Nottingham Forest fan in the chat, so and okay, he's very nice. He's very nice. Um, going back to your point, yes, yeah, it will be a test for our defence. You know, um, I we gave up a lot of chances to Wolves, to be fair, and I can't yeah. see Man City giving up. Yeah, uh, I think it was, was it 21, 21 shots. I think Wolves had in the game. Attempts, yeah, um, yeah, Man City will be a lot more clinical than that if we give them those chances. To be honest, I think our best chance is to hope that Mares plays and then just give away penalties. You know, I think he won't be playing. Don't you? Mares will not be anywhere near this game. If he's near this game, I'll probably walk out of uh, the King Power myself because I'm down there on Saturday. So I'll probably walk out myself and just go yeah. to the bar at the back or something. Craig, <laughs> total respect to you for that. <laughs> for that quote, that is great. Yeah, well, he um, missed one or two for us as well, didn't he? 
I'm just, actually, I wanted to ask you guys, what was his record? I mean, it's 71%, I think, at City. And you mm. think about it, he missed that one against Liverpool a few years back, if you remember, where he blasted it over the bar. Mm. And then he scored He scored his next nine after that, and he mm. was absolutely lethal. And obviously, this 71% is based on the fact mm. of his recent uh, his recent penalty taking. So I just wondered how, how he was for you, like, you know, if he, if he took many and, and how what was he like? I think it was pr- probably similar, but uh, I mean, Vardy was the main penalty taker and Mares was sort of stepped in. But his, I think his penalty taking reflects his performances, really. He's, you know... There's something wrong with I mean, there's something wrong with Mares. I mean, he's literally only played, only started three Premier League games. Uh, he's mm-hmm. played four out of five of the Champions League games. But there is a problem there. We know there's a problem there, but Pep's doing what he did with Sterling last year. He, mm-hmm. he tends to have faith in him that it'll be okay and he just has bad game after bad game. And he's actually started two of the last three Premier League games as well mm-hmm. and not done that much. He had one good game out of the three. So there is something a bit bit further, as you said, psychologically, something not quite right at the moment. We don't know what it is, but there's obviously something going on. I can remember for us that he did go, he, he, he did sort of, there was a period when he did take all, seemed to take all the penalties mm. and he would miss a couple in a row. Yeah, and you, but yeah. you, you'd look at him and you think, oh, it's Mahrez, he's going to take a penalty. But, you know. A, you know, as I say, it reflects him as a player, really. He can be absolutely brilliant, but then he can also be yeah. really frustrating as well. And we know from uh, our own history with him that he can be a bit sulky. So that may be what you're seeing reflected in his performances at Man City at the moment, where he's, he's no longer, you know, one of the first names on the team sheet. He's... Uh, He's having to play a bit part, and I'm sure he doesn't like it. If you can never find him, Bernard, just go and have a look at Manchester Airport. He'll probably be sat on the floor somewhere there <laughs> waiting. Um, Craig, stick with you. Johnny Evans could be back. I mean, would you throw him into this game? No. No, I think the only way he plays um, is if Brendan decides to go with the back three uh, and wing backs, which I wouldn't be surprised knowing Brendan. Um, although, well, the reason I wouldn't be surprised is because he would be contradicting himself um, because he's come out and said there's nothing wrong with the the shape and the and the formations that we're playing. So, yeah, um, that would be typical the week following that for him to change um, and do something different. But I can't. I don't. I don't know why you would. To be honest, I. You know, I, Johnny, you would probably. I mean, if we managed to, to to get ourselves ahead. Maybe uh, he would bring him in and change to a five, but I, I wouldn't be going with him from the off. You know, he he could break down at any moment and you've used a sub after 10 minutes. So, you know, yeah, I mean, defences are all about partnerships and groups, aren't they? You know, it's yeah. a, a unit, you know, it's always called a defensive unit. And there's a reason for that is that they all play together and they know their strengths and weaknesses. And the longer they can play together, uh, with four out of five clean sheets, I, I think it'd be very harsh to break that up. I mean, you know, not so long ago, Bernard, you, you know, we were thinking <laughs> by the time we get to the Man City game, we'll be conceding 10, 11, 12. But we have suddenly got this clean sheet. I think, I think Brendan suddenly realised that Amarty's right-footed, so he puts them on the right of the two centre-backs. Why it took him so long to work that out, who knows? But... Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, 
It's all about momentum, isn't it? Moment you've got the momentum now. You've got a little bit of momentum going. Why not? It's a game that, as I said, at the end of the day, you're not you don't expect to win particularly. It'd be now, you know, Mr. Rogers, of course, will be telling these guys you don't expect so as you say, the proverbial free hit, but uh, Leicester have players that can certainly cause our say the high high line that we play. If you watch the game against um Dortmund in, in midweek. I mean, we got caught out three or four times in that first half. Just just simple ball over to the right winger and he, and he went storming down the right and we we were lost. You know, we, we sort of should have let a couple of goals in and then we tightened it in the first, in the second half. Obviously, Pep changed things around. But uh, yeah, I, I, I say I'm not. I'm optimistic. As I said, I'm optimistic that we've got to go there and it'll, I think it was it one nil last year, wasn't it? One nil. I think you hit the bar last year from from memory. You had a goal disallowed. Vardy was just offside. I remember that. Uh, yeah, do the same again, and there's certainly uh, certainly a point there for you. And, and who knows who knows what else? But for, for me, I'll always stick up for my guys. But uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be too despondent. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a cracking game uh, on Saturday because uh, I certainly don't think uh, you lot will play too negative. You might sit back and give us a possession as, as teams do, but uh, I, I expect a, a cracking game. I think Leicester. Three, three on the trot now. No goals let in. That goal is after after following Schmeichel. I thought, who's this guy in there? I thought, what, what's he doing? And I watched him. Was watching on match of the day. I thought, why the hell did they let Schmeichel? Get Schmeichel back for God's sake! But fortunately, now that'll do him good as well, won't it? Three clean sheets. Yeah. So you know, yeah. uh, I, I don't think you've anything to lose. But I think we're going to have to be at it. You're going to really have to be at it to to get anything out of this game on on Saturday. And I, I'm fairly oh. sure we will. But I'm not, you know. I mean, we'll Craig, see. I, I'm, he's not going to come back. But Michael might, you know, he's, he's not having the happiest times at, at Nice. But I mean, the, the, the confidence that we've got, and I do. I'm looking at sort of the the game, the teams that are sort of around us at the bottom. I mean, Forest are going to Arsenal. We the, the confidence they will have at Forest, having beaten Liverpool one nil. Is going to be so much better. We're going to have confidence, but mm. that's going to just give them such a boost, isn't it? It will, but I think, you know, when I watched that, I likened it to when we beat Man United 5-3. And we, we thought exactly the same. We'd come up that first season. We were 3-1 down. Fantastic. You know, it's still shown on Sky a lot. We turned, mm. it, turned it around, beat them 5-3. We thought, right. This is a new dawn, and then we went on a horrific run, and we we ended up with a great escape to get out of it. So that that's what it felt like to me. I think, you know, I mean, Liverpool were poor. Let's let's face it. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, as far as say, you can only be what's in front of you. And yeah. um, but I think, you know, this is this is a game where you know, as you said, Brent, it, um, it's a it's a free hit. Yeah, you know, you're right. We're not expecting. We were all looking at. The games before this were the ones where we needed to get the points, and we've we've got some points. You see how the table is suddenly ridiculous. I mean, West Ham were seventeenth, I think. They were and then below they us, game yeah. in the eleventh. I think yeah. you know that that bottom half is so tight at the minute. What we can't afford to do is get turned over badly. I think that would drain the confidence that we've built up, and and it's tough to to build confidence after the start we had. So. I think we just want a solid performance and uh, and make a game of it, to be honest. Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I'd, I'd take a draw if you offered it me now. Yeah. Um, Bernard, I mean, ha, Jamie Vardy, what a time to score and get you. Because I, I, I've said, you know, he needed a goal. He he was sort of, 
close and and hitting everything. He needed a goal to you know to go off his arse or something. He can go in, but he got the goal and he loves the goal against Manchester City. You give him the space so if we can get, and that's the big question, obviously, if we can get the ball to him. You know, I, I can see him starting against Man City and I think he might even cause you problems. I think you've got players there that will revel in it. Uh, it's as simple as that. You've got players there who played against City before, uh, done okay, as in Mr Vardius particularly. And as you say, you talk, I mean, we mentioned that 6-3 earlier on, didn't we? But I mean, obviously, uh, it, it sounds okay, doesn't it? But uh, we were struggling just a little bit at one stage. So... You've got players there that can work on that confidence. If you get a goal, uh, tremendous. I mean, I, I just want City to sort of get one or two and turn the screw and just just control the game. But it only takes a goal from Leicester early doors. The fans will be up for it, of course, and uh, anything can happen because you've got the guys to do it. You've got the players there that have been through it before, and you know people want to beat Man City now. It's as simple as that. It's just yeah. one of the clubs he wants to beat. Yeah, I mean, Craig. Um... If we could, it would. I mean, you know, we've come into this, and you know, Vardy's got his goal. Madison is on the form of his life. Everybody mm. knows that, barring one person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tielemans looks like he's back on form. Uh, Amarty and uh, Faze have seemed to be bonding well in those back mm. two, and Daniel Ward <laughs> looks a completely different goalkeeper. He's you know he's coming out. He's commanding, he's shouting for the ball. Nine corners against um, Wolverhampton Wanderers. No, we didn't concede a goal. Can you believe that? It's a good, for us, it's a good time, I guess, to be playing Manchester City. I think so. You want to go into a game like this with some confidence. And as you said, particularly, you know, the set-piece coach seems to be working uh, pretty well at the moment. We yeah. seem to be getting the first head on the ball. And that's that's all you you want, really. Um, and it's always improved that, you know, we need to be a bit uh, smarter at the other end, I think, with our set pieces. Um, but yeah, I, they, they've got to be going into this saying, right, you know, our season's has started. Let's take it on now against Man City and, and prove that we are closer to the team that everybody expected than the team we showed in the first half a dozen games. I, I mean, Bernard, it is... A weird season. You know, anybody can beat anybody. I mean, you know, Liverpool beating you, that was out the blue, you know. The new stuff, Man United, but then Man United go and beat. It, it, football's not being paid on paper like it used to be, is it? I mean, it's just, and that's, a, I mean, that's a great thing, isn't it? But it would just be typical for you guys to go and, you know, maybe have a cock up against us and lose the game. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a time of the season now. Uh, you get into November and December when City usually start pulling up trees. This is when we usually go on our little runs. Uh, we've not seen any real evidence of a, a sort of long unbeaten run at the moment. We've only got three games left to actually do it now before the World Cup. But this World Cup has got to put everything, everything, uh, <laughs> it's just got to change everything again. I, I honestly thought this season we should have two Premier League titles, one for before the World Cup and one for <laughs> after. I mean, all right, Arsenal are in the, in the hot seat to win it for the first one, but... I thought, just have a bit of fun, you know. It's got to get ruined. At least have a yeah. bit of fun with it. Oh, I know. So I'll go for that. I did mention it to the I did mention it to the Premier League, but they weren't having it. You know, I didn't <laughs> even get a response. You know, which uh, 
you know, at least it would have made it interesting, you know, in all fairness. But yeah, it is. As I say, we haven't, as I said, our away form is pretty awful. Say we've won three away, we've drawn four, and obviously lost to Liverpool. And we only lost to Liverpool because Pep sort of, again, sort of just thought too much about Liverpool and didn't, you know, we should have really dominated that game. And Pep took too much respect for Liverpool. And we should, we should have beat them, we didn't. But, you know, Pep, he does overthink things occasionally, as we know, in, in the big games. And that's, that's what we think he did in that one. So, yeah, it is odd. It's out firing. Arsenal are top of the league, so it's all it's all very weird at the moment, isn't it? You have Arsenal up there and uh, won nine out. Is it ten out? One nine out of eleven, is it? And dro- that's it. Drawn one nine, drawn one, and lost yeah. one. Haven't we? So that's not bad going, is it? That's no, that's no. Uh, league form, but, uh, but Craig, yeah, we'll see. It's interesting. It, it is a funny season. It's going to be a funny old yeah. season. Craig, can you imagine Pep and Brendan playing chess? I mean, it would be one game would take all years. They both overthink things so much. But we've given at least the thing is going into this game. We've given Brendan something. Uh, sorry, we've given Pep something to think about. That maybe if we'd played them four or five games ago, he wouldn't have been worried about. No, that, that's true. And uh, you talk about that Liverpool game, and I was astonished watching that. That Pep didn't change anything. He didn't seem to change anything. He had he had Foden stuck on on the wing, not not moving inside at all. And I mean, he was against Milner for most of that game. And, and <laughs> I, I was just I, I it was like somebody had just sort of kidnapped Pep and and put his twin in because he did absolutely nothing to change uh, the, the the outcome of that game. So you know, even managers can have off days, and I think that was his. Um, but you're right. Yeah, he's going to have to give us a little bit more thought now, I think. And, uh, you know, people that he may have rested, you know, maybe he thinks he can't now because Arsenal... I, I personally don't think he would have rested anyway. I, I think he's set, looking at the games and the teams he's played. He's not... For these sort of games and Leicester, you know, even when you talk of Wolves away, he doesn't rest. He's playing his best mm. ga- best guys at the moment because that's mm. what he needs to do. It's not a massive squad we've got now. We've had three or four injuries, every, you know, Prop it up every every time, uh, and I think Leicester will give full res- would have give full respect to you anyway, and he's certainly going to give full respect to him uh, on Saturday. Mm. Just catching up with some comments here, um, Big Morgan. Uh, question for you here. Um, well, Craig, Big Morgan's one of my guys that yeah, goes on yeah. my channel. He's, he's always got a Although down run. Got a good yeah. Ask him about man. Grealish. He doesn't, he doesn't like Grealish yeah. either. <laughs> but he says, Craig, would you take Mares back if if they gave us ten million? So ten million. Well, <laughs> well, I think there's an easy answer to that one. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> to be honest, I think we need the ten million more than we need Mares at the minute. <laughs> yes, I said yes, and then I saw that he was giving us ten million as well. Yeah. Uh, Terry, pretty much like you, Craig, not a big Evans fan. No. I wouldn't really be fussed if Evans never comes back. Too slows, uh, slows the game down, passing side to side. Yeah. Um, good evening, Art. Doug, good evening. How are you? And thank you very much, sir. Kind words. Uh, and he says hello to Bernard and hello to Craig. Um, Schmeichel isn't doing so well at his new club at all. No. Um, he got booed the other day. Got booed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vardy needs to score to pay off his wife's debt, <laughs> quite possibly. 
<laughs> we should just put a picture of Colleen Rooney in, in, uh, in Manchester City's net. That'd do it. Um, more bad news, indeed, he might be fit. Okay, I'll come back to you with this one. Do you bring him straight back in or do you stick with Samari? I know we're going to be picking our team later, uh, Craig. Um, but... Well, I'll, I'll answer the first part of that. Um, no, we don't bring him back. No, no. no. I, I, again, you can't, you can't be having favourites. You know, you just can't. You can't be doing no. it. People have got to earn the shirt, Gareth Southgate. Just in case you're watching, <laughs> um, you know, they, people have to earn the shirt. And if you say, you know, you can imagine that when indeed he was out, he was saying to Samari, "Right, you've got your chance. Go and earn your place." Great. He's done enough, I think. If you then take him straight back out when indeed he's fit, what does that say to him? You know, so no is the uh, a, a long answer had, to a simple question. No. You had Pratt Madison, mm. and of course Pratt was dropped straight back in, and, and you can't yeah. argue that Madison deserved to be there. But exactly, Madison yeah. was playing well. Indeed, he wasn't playing well, to be mm. honest. You know, so uh, for me, I think I dropped him before he got injured. Because I, he wasn't he wasn't playing well enough for me, so yeah. um, so no, no, no. We'll take that as a no. Uh, Doug says to you, Bernard, what colour will? And this is this is coming from a Liverpool fan. Uh, what colour will Manchester City be in on Saturday? Red or that? I think it like, looks like a like a bumblebee kit, isn't it? Yellow greenery kit. Yeah, it's a bit of a Hammer Star '99 kit. If you remember the old '99 mm -hmm. kit with the uh, playoff final, that's a bit of a, a cult kit, you know, with the the uh, yellow one. The night, you know, the night where we played Gillingham in the Wembley playoff he's, final. He's it was, rude, it was, it was stripes rude. rather than hoops. I've got it in the background there somewhere. I'm so there. Yeah, that's it. That's it there. Well, I'm not to there. <laughs> is what he was saying. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, 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 don't know. Like, I have no idea. Presumably, we've played in red and black. How can Doug say that when they have them? Well, it looked, it looked like one of those, you know, when you, what were those things that you used to have as kids that you shook up and you turned? Liverpool have got a kaleidoscope for their second kit. <laughs> um, so. I like our, I like all three of our kits. I must admit, I, this season I quite like them all. I prefer. I don't like the green one. Do you, Craig? Uh, to be honest, I haven't paid much attention to other teams. No, our green one. Our green, green kit. One. Yes. Uh, Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. It's a bit insipid, isn't it? Uh, Scott's got one, you know, it, it's all right, but it's a bit, yeah. It looks like something off the bill, an extra from the bill, though, doesn't for it? For me, you know, you have, a, you have a home kit and you have an away kit and that's it. You know, where's it going to stop? Fourth kit, fifth kit? just ridiculous to exactly, me. Exactly. Two kits is enough for any team. And don't forget, guys, the week before the, um, on the Thursday before the uh, World Cup kicks off, we are reviewing the home and away kits of all the World Cup teams. And believe you me, if you think Manchester City's away kit is bad, wait till you see some of them. Um, but that's all I will say. Uh, last season, Craig, I mean, that 6-3 didn't really tell the story, did it, in the second game? It was bizarre, wasn't it? Absolutely mm. bizarre. You, you just... You were feeling a bit of a of a nine nil coming on. I think you know. I, I don't know how quick it was. I think you got to four very quickly. Um, yeah, and you were just sort of wanted to watch the game behind uh, behind the sofa. It was a horror show. But 
we showed, I think it was, again, it's, it's typical of us and it's probably typical of Man City. You know, we our, our threats are going forward. You know, we know that we've all, always got a goal threat. And Man City have a liability to switch off. You know, you, it's rare that, you know, you, you, you watch them more than I do. It's rare that I see Man City play through 90 minutes. You know, if, if, if they're in a game where they're winning it easy. Yeah, you, I mean... You, Switching off in the way that we we do a lot more passing about and just controlling the game rather rather than uh, worry too much about adding five, six, seven, eight goals, which we used to perhaps two or three years ago. We don't tend to do that as much now. We stick at five. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think in that game there were four or three if they play Wolves, which, you know, who only gets three against Wolves? That's what I want to know. I mean, I think yeah, I think I think we were four 0 up against us, and then we got then got got two back, didn't we? Just into the second. Got three goal. back, didn't you? I think we got back to four three, and then you. Yeah, then four you three scored. at one stage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got yeah. all three. Ah, yeah, yeah. right. Uh, so we we put up a fight. We didn't go down, and I think that's what we want to see tomorrow, isn't it, Craig? We want to see yeah. the the performance and the fight. Yeah, you do. What you don't want to do, as I said before, you don't want to get turned over badly. So mm. I, you know, I. D- I can't see us going gung-ho and trying leaving gaps because the game could be over in 15 minutes again. So I think we'll be pretty tentative and, and try and draw Man City on and then hit them on the break. That's what most teams seem to get any success uh, doing against Man City. So I can't see that we would do anything different. Just a quick one here for you, Bernard. Terry says, why did the change from the Mike Summerby era red and black to light sky blue? I thought the red and black was just an away kit. Yeah, yeah, that was the uh, that was obviously introduced at Everton in the late sixties. Obviously, as a homage to Milan mm-hmm. uh, by Malcolm oh. Allison, and it was our away kit. Yeah, it was obviously we, we played in cup finals in it. We won the seventy cup winners cup in it. We won the sixty nine FA cup in it. So yeah, but it, it was sky blue at home. And, <laughs> you and had Red to get that one away. in, didn't you? You had to get that one in the sixty nine FA cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, League Cup as well. We played red and black in the League Cup as well. So we won won the sort of uh, domestic titles in the European Cup, which is cup in the red and black uh, stripes. And the blue was the home kit. That was was it. It doesn't hurt as much now, does it, Craig? No, no. We've we've got our own trophies. We're fine. (laughs) A question will come to you first. Well, let's stick with you, first of all, uh, Bernard. Doug says here, questions for all three. If you could bring back one ex-player to improve your side now... Who would you bring back and why? How long are we, how long are we going back? <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, do they have to be alive, Doug? I, mean, <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I bring back Colin Bell all day long, but it's a it's a long, long time ago, obviously. Oh, I mean, I, no, I think Colin Bell. I think that's what sort of what he's getting at. So, yeah, for you, Colin Bell. Yeah, I mean, modern you know, era, I'd probably say a, a, a firing Sergio who didn't get injured, you know, to work alongside Al, and that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, I uh, just on that. I um, I, I listened to the audio book of uh, Paul Lake's um, uh, autobiography, which uh, which if if no if, if people haven't read it or uh, or haven't heard it, um, is a very good read. But a very superb, superb considering yeah, what went very, through. Very sad and uh, and at the time a shocking indictment of of the way the club yeah. was run as well yeah. in terms of the, the treatment that he got there. But he looked like he was going to be the new oh, Colin yeah. Bell or whatever, you know, and he looked like he had literally, you know, when they say you've got the world at your feet, 
he looked like he did have, and then uh, just injuries, injuries that in this day and age he would probably get over. Yeah. You know, yeah, he'd have a long career. Going over to uh, Europe or America and have it sorted yeah. now. Yeah, and not in uh, not in economy seats as well as they. Uh, <laughs> they and the players, the players had to have a, a, a whip round for his girlfriend to go over and stuff like yeah, this. You know, the, you know the club didn't. The players had a whip round and that sort yeah. of thing. So, Craig, so who who would you bring back? What for for Leicester? Yes. Oh, Alan Birch and all. <laughs> <laughs> um, who would I bring back? Um, Peter Shilton. I think. Uh, well, I, I mean, in his heyday or in his in his pomp. Mores was great for us, but probably, I don't know, probably Kante. Um, See, I knew you were going to go for Kante, so I've, I've, I've been thinking, oh, who else can I yeah. go for? Who else can I go for? Because uh, yes, in his heyday, I would, I would have Kante back all over. But having said today, that, let, let me just let, let me just go back. If I was going back a bit further, uh, Steve Walsh. You know, because I won't bother saying anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was just thinking how far back do I go? But in terms of probably character and and not letting standards slip, you know, Steve Walsh. Steve yeah. Walsh was the typical guy who achieves more than his ability. You know, we need, we need a quarterback on that pay. On that pay <laughs> don't we? Uh, I mean, I was tempted to say Robbie Savage, but I, I you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure. For me, I must admit, Steve Walsh, he was who I was going to say, and I did awesome. have a second one. Well, I thought Kante as well. So I suppose if I've got to go for somebody new, I would love to see Frank Worthington would play, play back in, in this modern game because what he could do back then. If I mean, if he could do half of what again now, I mean, rest in peace, Frank. You're no longer mm. with us, but uh, what a player he was! He was, he was. Um, whether he'd fit into any team that wanted that, that included the words work rate, I'm not sure, but well, but skillful, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah, he, he had it. He was one of the last sort of playboys, you know, of that, of mm. that era, you know, the likes of Stan Bowles and Rodney Marsh and all those when. When footballers were allowed to have a bit of character, I'm not saying they don't have, but they were allowed to um, yeah, back in the yeah. day. Now, in a world of social media, you, you don't really know what footballers are really like because they have to lock themselves away. I, I love I love the story that Birch always says about uh, Frank Worthington, that as soon as he signed, the players' lounge was always filled with the wives that had never come to a game before. But talking of characters, big man, and I think he's probably said this with his tongue well and truly firmly planted in his cheek, uh, Mario Balotelli. <laughs> Well, he never missed a penalty, as he said. He never missed a penalty for like Yaya Torre. He never missed a penalty either. So no, no. But come on, would you? You wouldn't, Keith Weller. I was thinking Keith Weller, but um, Frank just got it over me. Arthur Rowley. I mean, how, we, we could go. We're going back. We're going back down. You know, I would. I would have gone back to Alan Clark as this goal scorer. There you go. Sniffer, sniffer, Alan Clark. Oh, well, he could go for either club, couldn't he? Really, you know. Mm. Um, Bernard, does Ortega keep his place, says Doug? No. Okay. People are saying he should. <laughs> People are saying he should, but he won't. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve says Anthony Knockhart, even though he missed the penalty against Watford and we stayed in the championship. 
But look where we went after that. Look what happened after that. Mm. Um, how do you see, um, Bernard, how do you see sort of Pep setting out tomorrow uh, formation-wise? Cool. Well, I do I do a preview and I'll tell you what, this is the, the hardest team I've had to pick because I've had to try and put on my head that Harlem won't be playing. So I've had to try and cobble it together. And there's people like Akanji who've been playing superbly at the back. I've even left him out. I, I just, I just don't think Akanji can get in the team because I think Pep's got to play safe, but with a quite, a, quite a good a team. I've got an eleven here. I'll shout it out to you. Do you want just yeah, what, yeah, what you guys? What, what formation are you going? Are you? Well, it's, it could be anything, it's mate. Manchester. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It could be anything. It'll be, it'll be a diamond formation somewhere no, along the line. It's like Nottingham Forest against um, Liverpool. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a triangular a pivot yeah. and all this sort of things going on in, in Pep's team. Mm. He's just been messing it about. I mean, if you look at the back five, obviously Edison's there as the goalie. I said Ortega had a good game the other day, but he's only there for cup games. Edison's going to be the main man. Mm. Uh, Stone's. Diaz, Laporte and Cancelo at the back. Obviously, Cancelo roaming forward as a wing-back. Uh, in the middle, Rodri, KDB and Gundo. It doesn't usually work, Rodri and Gundo, but if Ireland's out, I think Gundogan's got to be in there to uh, have a bit of composure. Mm. And up front, you've got... Well, he's got to bring Grealish back. You give, you give Grealish a rest the other night, he's going to play. And Bernardo, who's the guy for me, who holds us all together at the moment. Bernard, you know, they go on about Haaland, but it's Bernardo that's holding this City team together this season and Foden. So, you know, you're going to you're gonna have KDB, Gundo, Foden, Bernardo and Grealish all, all pivoting around in that, like Sabutio players in the middle of the pitch and the up top. Nothing to worry about there much then, Craig, <laughs> is there? I mean, well. I, I've got to say Grealish, he doesn't bother me. I, I, I think, I know he, 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 was, he was, you know cost of fortune, etc. But I've never really seen seen him have a good game. No, I think Grealish is he's actually he's actually hit a little bit of form, but obviously then Pep rests him and keeps him out. So he's not getting a run of games to carry on that little bit of form. But mm. if Big Morgan comes on, he'll probably say don't put Grealish in because he can't stand him. But uh <laughs> usually with Pep it's Grealish or Mares and he's not going to play Mares in a million years. So I expect Grealish to start. Yeah. I so I again looking from the outside, what I've thought of Grealish when he's come to you is that uh, Pep won't stand for people losing the ball. And w when he was at Villa, he, he basically had free reign to run at whoever he wanted. And if he lost it, he'd get they'd they'd win it back and they'd give it him again. And it didn't seem like. It, that he was allowed to do that. At well, that's why he's not so, as effective because but he's, he's not losing the ball because he's not taking the chances, perhaps, yeah. that he took at Villa. So he doesn't look quite as effective. That's so what I mean, yeah. So he looks yeah. like a bit of a shadow of it, that he, he'll take an easy option. Um, and when I've watched him a, a couple of times, he looks like he's – he takes that easy option. So – he wants yeah. to come well, inside. Cole, all if the you, time. If you don't, there's a young lad called Cole Palmer who yeah, keeps yeah. getting odd bits and pieces of the game. Now that's his problem. He will take people on and lose it. So yeah. Pep isn't going to start Cole Palmer because he doesn't yeah. want that at the moment. But yeah. he doesn't want to knock his confidence, obviously. So he allows him to play for last of ten minutes of games that are won or, or you know assorted. Yeah. So you know you're quite right in what you're saying about. I think that's one of the problems with Grealish is he's, he's been helped reined in just a little bit, and Pep's make you know playing him in a different role than he would have played at Aston Villa. 
But I think Norris might, was come on for sorry. five minutes. You know, Southgate will pick him anyway. So you know what? <laughs> but I think I think Morris was the same when he first went there, and then he he, he went on the following season, had a really good season, and now he's, he's sort of falling apart a little bit. But well, he had so a maybe, great season. Barnes was superb last season. Uh, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. When he, when he first went there, I don't think he, he was that great was no. he? because he had to he's, learn. Very hard with Pep's play. system for players yeah. to have a good first season. There's the only the only rare is there's some exceptions to the rule as there always is. Uh, Laporte is a prime example. He, he slotted straight in, but that's defensively. Well. I think it's a little bit easier than up yeah. the pitch. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? We're going to go into score predictions in a minute, Bernard. But will you stop feeding Phil Foden three wheat picks every match day? <laughs> well, he's another one. He's another guy who, who you know, he, he's got. He, he again, he, he got a big wage rise. He got a lot of money, and he's got he's got to step up now. He's got to step up and do it more consistently because he's you know he's on the big books now. He's probably our third or fourth highest uh, paid player now. Uh, and yeah, he, I, the last couple of games not quite, but he, he certainly once he got his wage rise, he did improve. That's for sure. So we uh, no no room for him to slack it off now. He's got to step up with the big boys. Yeah, I think the biggest yeah. danger, the biggest danger to Phil Foden fulfilling his potential is Phil Foden, to be honest, because I've seen him in a couple of games and he, he looks like he, there's a little bit of arrogance getting in there. And again, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure that's when he plays his best, to be honest. But is what I mean, a great talent and uh, and it'll be a danger. It just depends where he's going to play. I'd rather have the. The Phil Foden against Liverpool than than any other Phil Foden that I've seen this season. Yeah, that was a, that was, a dis- that was a disappointing Phil Foden. If you can't tear Milner a new one, it's it's a exactly. bit of a problem. He, he yeah. should have done far better. But again, he's probably under orders. He was probably under yeah. orders from Pep uh, to to find the man rather than try and take yeah. him on too many times. Yeah. yeah. Well, I must admit, I'm going to bring the um, score predictions up now, and I don't think I've ever seen. Such a miserable set of score <laughs> predictions in my life. Thank God for Brad and me. That's all I will say. So I'll go through these and then I'll come for yours uh, at, at the end, uh, Bernard. But here we go. So Brad, he thinks it's going to be high scoring. He's gone for 3-3. Three, three. Um, I agree. I can't just go against my team. Um, and I have gone for 2-2. Two, two. And I think these guys here now, from Craig downwards, are just wanting points in the prediction league because <laughs> only, most of them have only got one point. Uh, Craig's gone 2-4. And you had to go at me about bigging up Nottingham Forest. How dare you, Craig? Uh, That's Jerry, the first time I've ever gone against us. Uh, it could be the last that you'll do on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Taggart, who unfortunately is actually top of the league on eight points, has gone 3-1 Man City, as indeed has Ian Marshall, who, believe it or not, is second. Uh, I'm waiting for Ian Wilson's vote to come in, as they say. Uh, Steve Linex has gone for a bit of reverse psychology and has gone 1-0 to Man City. And Steve Walsh, uh, he's also gone 3-1. Three uh, one seems to be the the popular score there, um, Bernard. I'm sure you're going to say it's going to be a Manchester City win. I'd be I'd be surprised if you didn't. How many do you think you're going to get? Well, I'll be honest with you. We'll let Vardy have one, and uh, we'll score two. 
Oh, two I, one. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. I'll take two one at the moment. <laughs> That's how bad things are. But, I don't think there'll be. I don't think it'll be a how. No way on earth do I expect it to be a bigger than a two goal margin either way. Obviously, hopefully, yeah. our way for us. But uh, yeah, I'd be very surprised if it's more than a two goal margin. Whatever happens. Just hold on to those dreams, Craig. You know that when we played them and it was 5-2, like second game of the season? Oh, just, just no, no. you know, dream, dream. Just pop <laughs> that out was one that. of those where I think you had six shots and five went in. It's a bit like the Wolves <laughs> game. Yeah. I think it was you a bit like penalties. that. Penalties. You kept giving us a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> and Doug, Doug, I will take that very much now, 2-2. Two, two. I will definitely take that. Um, it's usually uh, Charlie, the Man City fan, I'm having to say, go and have an early night too, but you've got to get off to bed. Are you up at two in the morning or something? Yeah, ten past, I start I start my shift at three o'clock, so, and then obviously I'm I'm Saturday off. I've switched my Saturday for my Sunday so I can go to Leicester, so, uh, uh, yeah, up well, at two tomorrow, off Saturday and back up at two Sunday and Monday. I, I must admit, when you say I'm, I'm going out at two, I'm thinking... Do you and half know about this? Leonard, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for popping in. Oh, You've been a pleasure, always. mate. Uh, I have put your details in below, but just give a shout out as to where people can find you. Yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, guys, at Bernard underscore Dineen, all my YouTube stuff's on there. And I even do stuff on film and TV as well as uh, Manchester City. So uh, give us a follow on there. I actually joined Rotten Tomatoes the other week. <laughs> Because I was so disgusted in a set in a program, it was so awful that I had Which to get one? on there just to comment. Which one? Well, it, it had St- um, Stanley Tucci in, is it from America? And um, yeah. oh, oh the the uh, the one in the prison, the one in the prison. Yeah, and, uh, he's in the prison, yeah, and yeah. Um, David Tennant is a paedophilic vicar. I mean, yeah, he should stick, stick to being Doctor Who, I think. He's back for that, isn't he? So be well, right. written by an ex-Doctor Who, Stephen Moffat. Anyway, we're getting off, but it is awesome, <laughs> guys. If, if you want to watch something, make sure you do not watch that. Bernard, hey, have a good night, mate. Sleep oh, well. Cheers, guys. All the best. Good luck to you, but well, not too much. <laughs> you take cheers, care. Bernard. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks to Bernard. There's got to be up, like I say, at an, an earthly hour there. And you mm. thought it was me that was changing all the times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Vaden Sin, he's gone Leicester City 2, Manchester City 1. But can, I just, let, can I just clear this up here, right? Manchester City are not City. Good. Because why should they be the City? Stockport have got just as much claim to it as they have. Not Stockport. Um, I was going to say, even though they're Stockport County. Yes, I'm done. I think there must be there was a city around there that that that, that up for it. But no, it does it does pee me off when the uh, when the talk when they're talking about this game, and you get Sky and BT will be going like, "Well, City yeah. did this and City did that." And like, yeah, yeah, which one? Which one? Right. So yeah. Anyway, thanks to Bernard for coming in. Um, Craig, um, let's have a look and see what we're going to do with this old team-wise here. Um, oh, where, 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 where's me? Uh, I've done everything new today, as you can see, and I don't know where anything is. So um, I'm actually, I mean, I've gone for 2-2. Mm-hmm. 
the big the big question mark for me is is, is Brendan because you just yeah. don't know what Brendan is going to do. I mean, you know, he brought he kept Barnes in and he kept and he dropped Pratt and I said they were both were the wrong decisions. Barnes scored. Obviously, we won four 0 Although Pratt came on later, so just show yeah. what I know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough one because I've you know I've played around with two or three different formations, um, uh, but then you start thinking, what would you do, and what what is Brendan going to do? And it's difficult because we know, as it seems at the moment, first name on the uh, on the team sheet appears to be Barnes, so. You, you know, yeah. you have to build it around him, uh, sadly. But you know, he's scored in the last uh, in the last game, and he's he's looked last dangerous. Games, yeah, so yeah, so you, you know, you can't take anything away from him at the moment. So I, yeah. I don't think this team is going to change a lot. That's for sure. No, uh, I'm trying to remember what your chosen formation is. Uh, you might as well leave it leave it at that because that's what it'll be. Ah, okay. Okay, yeah. so uh, in goal, um, I presume we're sticking with Danny Ward. Yep, yep. He's, uh, I mean, he's he's earned it at the minute, and and fair play to you know, yes. fair play to the manager, fair play to the players, fair play to Ward, fair play to Amati, whatever these players who have been getting stick. You know, I've been putting in performances, so you have to hold your hand up sometimes and say, you know, well done. Yes, I mean, no matter what channels like this, um, any of the big channels that are on here, uh, you know, AFTV, Mark mm. Goldrich, whatever they say, it doesn't mean anything because, mm. A, they're probably, you know, they're almost certainly not watching it, but, B, you've only got to, there's only one person you've got to listen to, and that's the manager. Yeah, that's it. You know, and he's stuck by Ward. I, I think, in fairness, most most Leicester, serious Leicester fans knew that, you know, it wasn't, just Ward's problem. It was a whole defensive problem, um, and I'm I'm glad we stuck with him. And he looks he looks better for it now. Is a lot of that? I don't know if a lot of it is down to the you know set piece coach, but what a, what a diff, you know he's coming for the ball, he's shouting for the ball, he's commanding. He is. I um you know maybe he feels that he's got a little bit more say in there that Johnny's not there, and we know that Johnny does slow the game ga- game down. Which means the gaps get closed quicker, which means we're on the ball as a back four a lot longer than we we are at the minute. Which means that you, you're more likely to get caught out, and the ball's going to get turned over. Yeah. Um, so I think that that ability that Johnny's not there now, we do look to move the ball quick uh, forward quicker, which means we're not getting caught as much in possession in dangerous areas. Is there a thin line though between um, slowing the game down? rather than just hoofing it for the sake of hoofing it. There is, but you know, it's all about speed of transition through through the game, particularly in yeah. the way that everybody plays out from the back now. You can't play out from the back slowly because it is literally pointless. Mm. Because the team gets back in position, there are no gaps. So you have to if you're playing out from the back, you've got to do it quickly and, and exploit any gaps before uh the opposition get back uh, and say you are you are talking to the converted. I agree. Um, one, you, you know, I hate all this <laughs> about at the back and what have yeah. you. But uh, anyway, hello to Louise. Welcome Hi, in. Louise. Louise. I hope you well. Uh, we nearly got to talk on Monday night, but you were having um, 
a few of the old internet problems. Um, now then, so on the uh, left, are we sticking with Mr. Justin? Yeah, this will be the same back four. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing going to change here. Three out of four uh, clean sheets. Nothing, nothing to see here. No. <laughs> There's not going to be a lot of excitement throughout the whole team, to be honest. I'm going to make one change, I think. So, Oops, uh, hang on, I put him in the wrong place. Um, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually, it is actually so untrue, but you can't tell the <laughs> yeah. difference. Um, oh, what, what am I, what am I doing? Right now, there's a question that's been asked more than once. <laughs> Has. And nobody's yet come up with an answer. No. There we go. I mean, everybody is talking about Valtfez. Yeah. What a signing. Yeah. I think it's a case of, are we missing Fafana? I mean, mm. it's almost a case of Fafana who? Um, yes, we know what Fafana potential had, but mm. we've got a more mature defender that is mm. those couple of years ahead of Fafana. Yeah, I mean, Fafana was great, and I'm not going to change any view of that. You know, wouldn't it be great if we had Fafana and Fars well, you know, yeah, um, yeah. there, but we, but we haven't. But, yeah, he shows a, a maturity, as you say, and uh, I think it was highlighted last week um, on, on Match of the Day uh, about the Wolves game. His decision-making mm. is good. You know, he doesn't... He likes to get in first. He's very aggressive and he's on the front foot. But he also seems to have um, a bit of a footballing brain and he knows when to go in and he knows when to drop off. And there were two or three occasions mm. where he dropped off where maybe Soyuncu would have gone in and, and got played around. So, so so far, so very good. He, he picked up a yellow card um, at yeah. the end of the Wolves game, which just reminding them, you know, I'm still here, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not gone. But what I love about this guy is that he he has a sense of danger, if you like. Yes, he's going to make mistakes. Mm. And, you know, yes, of course, when you first come, if you're going to make mistakes, that that's when mistakes mm. are made because you're still getting used to your teammates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But... If he if he if the ball comes into him and he, he knows there's danger, he will just whack it. Yeah. It's like get you know get out of the way in row Z. It's coming your way, sort of thing. And but that 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 awareness that he's got. There's a great clip from the Wolves game where I think he's running back towards his own goal and he's closed down by two players and he just back heels it. Oh, that was classic. between the two yeah. of them. Yeah. To a Leicester player, and I think he's got that awareness. He's got like the awareness of of a midfield player. Mm. Um, but I also, I remember saying this, I'm, I'm not just throwing it in now to, to try and sound clever, but I remember when it looked like we were going to sign him and he'd just come to the club or whatever, that I'd been reading about him and, and a lot of people were talking about him as a person um, as much as him as a footballer and his character and his leadership qualities. And I think we're seeing all that now. That, And we hoped at the time that this could be one player who would turn things around and give some leadership and bring character to it. And I think he's done all those things. Everything we hoped that he would bring, um, he's he's done and, and long may it continue. And Rob Tanner of the Athletic, who you know I, I, mm. I you know, to me he's one of the the, the, the better sports writers yeah. uh, when it comes to Leicester. He's you know, he he did a great article on him 
I don't know if you subscribe to the Athletic or not, but uh, if anybody doesn't out there, it's a pound a month for six months. Mm-hmm. Um, have a read because just just for Rob Tanner, to be honest with you, but uh, do you know those days when you used to take a toilet in a uh, paper into the toilet with you? Now you mm-hmm. yeah, just go with a mobile phone and, and the Athletic app, you know. But anyway, that's that's going. We don't want to know too much about that, no. you know. Moving now, on. That you say, would you like to see? Faze and Soyan chew together. Part of me would. Mm. I think. I think it would be entertaining and frightening at the same time. <laughs> you know. I think it would confuse the opposition because they're like, "Who the hell am I marking mm. now?" Sort mm. of thing. I, I mean, what the the one thing that annoys me at the moment is still the amount of stick that Amati gets, which I think is, you know, it, it's out of kilter. Yet. Mm. He does frighten me occasionally because he seems to take a little bit too long on the ball uh, and he's not the best passer of the ball. But he's part of a back four that has kept all these clean sheets and he reads the game pretty well and he does, mm. he gives everything that he's got. You know, he, he may not be as skillful as, as, as other players, but I don't like the way that he seems to be singled out. Leicester fans seem to like a target. You know, yeah. it, it was Ward. Now water playing a bit better. It's a Marty. It's still a Marty. Doesn't matter what a Marty does. I think it'll always be a Marty. Um, and, I, and I don't like it. It's been chill well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like it to be honest. Um, he's not perfect. We all know that. But hmm. you know, he plays for us and he gives everything he's got. I mean, I, I mean, I'll take you back to the community shield. I've told you this story many times. You know, walking up Wembley Way, up the steps. Around the stadium, and they were just started to announce the Leicester team, and mm. they announced the Marty was in, and you could hear the groan from the, yeah. the Leicester fans. But last season, sorry, I think you know when we did the vote at the end, I think I had him down as my most improved player. Yeah, um, you know. and that, for me, yes, he was all. I'm not going to lie, he was awful at the start of the season, mm. but he mm. was being played on the left. Yeah, now that mm. he's you know he's put. Faze over there and and Marty back on the right, mm. like you say, clean sheets. And in, I'm sorry, you're not going to use that argument. Well, it's only Wolves, it's only Leeds and Palace. Mm. It was only Brentford, but we lost. <laughs> we let two yeah. in. It was only Southampton, but we let two in. So big up to the guy. Yes, I mean, I don't know whether like like you say whether I'd want Johnny Evans straight back in or not. But I'd love to see. I'd love to see Face and uh, Turn shoot together. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Um, sent that centre midfield sort of defensive role. Yeah, uh, for me, this is the change I'm making. I, I would bring Mendy in here. You did this last week, you said, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I just think he he reads the game better, and he's got more of a defensive mind on him than Samaria's. I think Samari can, which is great in a lot of games, and you want that. You want him, but where indeed he wasn't progressive. Samari will be progressive and he'll want to occasionally run with the ball and he will want to pick out of pass. But I'm not sure this is the game where you can afford to have your central defensive midfielder caught out of position no. uh, because of those those quick movements and quick interchanges that, that uh, Man City do, I think Mendy would be better suited just sitting and shielding. 
Again, you're talking to the we're agreeing way too much here. You know that. But no, I I love Mendy as a player. Yeah. I was really disappointed when he didn't get into the squad last year at the start yeah. of the season. Last season, I should say, at the start of the season, and I was worried that he was going to lose. You know, we were going to lose him because yeah. over him or Chowdhury, because at that point, indeed, he was all going to be. Um, um, uh, I've lost me. I've lost my train of thought. There, I was reading something else. But if indeed he saw he was going to always be the number one choice, which he was, mm. I would have certainly have had Mendy as the backup over Chowdhury. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But... No, I get that. And, and to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if if Brendan tweaks it slightly and plays Mendy and Samari. Um. Highfield says on this day in 1984, we beat Villa five 0 I was at the game. Um, well, uh, beating Villa anytime is good, but that sounds like a good one. Um, Doug says here prayers for Arsenal defender Pablo Mari, who is in a Milan hospital after oh, being wow. involved in a stabbing incident in Milan. Uh, yeah, totally, totally, wow. Doug. Uh, prayers go and thoughts go out to him and his family. Um, Pablo Mari in hospital. Um, Neil's in. Good evening, Neil. Um, the tall one of the two. Uh, did you hear Dominic Wells' analysis of Tielemans in that right of a back three role? Really fascinating. I haven't, to be honest with you. I haven't. Um, but I will go and check it later. Mm. Uh, Craig, let's have a look again back at the team. Talking of Tielemans, on the does he go on the right yep. for you? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He. I haven't been a huge Tielemans fan this season. Mm. Again, you know, it's been right. But I haven't been a huge fan of Tielemans for, uh, well, most of last season as well. And that's, mm. yeah, a little bit of it is because obviously the way he's treating us with the contract. Yeah. So there is that. But, but he hasn't been let loose, I feel like. Mm. You know, he's been. And you've said this a few times. It's almost like Brendan, whether he's picked Sumari, whether he's picked Mendy, that he didn't leave them at the back on their own. Yeah. And they needed Tielemans. So, and as, as I kept saying, if he'd been playing that role in the FA Cup, he would not have scored that goal. No. He wasn't playing that role against Wolves. And my God, you know, man of the match and probably mm -hmm. one of the goals of the season. Yeah, and I think... I, he looks like a player who's come to terms with the fact that he's going to be here all season and he's just going to go in the summer. And all of that turmoil around the, the transfer window, would somebody come in with a, enough for us um, to let him go? Um, I think played on him a little bit. And and then you're in a team that's lacking confidence. And I think, I think he's been freed up a little bit. And I think mentally he's feeling freed up a little bit as well that, He's going to play it. He's going to give everything he's got. He's going to make sure that he's in that Belgium squad for the World Cup and go and enjoy it and make sure that he's in that Belgian starting team, not just in the squad. And um, and I think he's we, we're seeing more of the old Tielemans. And, and again, you know, we, if we're going to lose him in the summer, we're going to lose him. Mm. Let's just make sure that we get the best out of him while we've got him. Uh, oh, yeah, exactly. It's a very thin <laughs> line between cutting your nose off and spiting your face, yeah, isn't exactly. it? And uh, my argument always was not his attitude. Mm. I can never question his attitude for us 
I say I can question is, you know, not signing the contract, blah, blah, blah. But while he's been on the pitch, but it's just, you know, it was his form that yeah. that, that, that prime. And maybe that was because he was being, being played out of position. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you don't know. <laughs> it's a funny old game, as somebody once said. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, uh, but it was interesting to see um, Martinez. Was he at the, it was the Wolves game he was at, wasn't it? Yeah, he was. And yeah. you got, you got a really good... Link up between Tielemans, Pratt, and uh, it, it was the it was their home game, wasn't it? Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, you got Pratt, Castagna, and Tielemans, and, and there was some really good uh, link up play between yeah. and of course, against you had Leeds as well. We got off the Belgian team there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could you have the other half, please? <laughs> uh, Neil says, "Remember the Tielemans and Mendy double pivot for the yeah. five two away to Manchester City." Yep. Now then, and Craig says yes as well. Um, again, I presume we're going to be going for uh, Mr. Jewsbury Hall. We are. Yeah, we are. I think, again, another player who seems to be coming back to the levels of form uh, that we saw um, uh, last season. You know, he, again, we had a lot of players who dipped earlier in the season. I think it reflected in the performances, but they're coming back. I mean, against Leeds... Um, I don't know. He looked dead on his feet, but he, every yeah. time there was a, a space to run into, he ran into it. He didn't sort of get rid of the ball and just have a breather. He was doing a hell of a lot of work. He just seems to have this engine and not only an engine, but a, a desire to leave everything out on the pitch. You know, he looks like a player who's living his dream, playing for his boyhood club, and he's going to make the most of it. And yeah. uh, again, you know, you can't knock the kid. He's uh, he's He's been great. Do you remember what I said earlier about the, the city thing? Mm. Uh, well, Jack's in. We'll say good evening to Jack. Welcome along. Thanks for popping in. Uh, obviously, a Manchester City fan. Leicester City are going to be beaten by Man City. Come on, City. I presume from that, Jack, that you're saying, come on, Leicester City. Mm. Because we are the home team and therefore, exactly. we, you know, the, 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 Man- Manchester City are not City. Manchester City are basically... a, a, a Poor imitation of Leicester, if you like. We've just had to get a bit of money recently. I mean, they're even having to wear our second-hand washed-out shirts. They can't even get a decent blue, can they? <laughs> oh, that'll cause that'll start an argument off. Uh, Pat, there's nothing wrong to be dropped, but it is a gold, yeah, is a it's, golden it's, problem to have. It's it's true, you know. Yeah. He's uh, he, he he took his chance, didn't he, against he did. uh, Leeds? He had a great game. Yeah, uh, it's just really unfortunate, and and. I think as fans, you can share his frustration, but but you can also understand the manager. It's 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 a, it's a difficult position to be in. We said early, didn't we? No player should automatically want to come back in, but Madison at the moment, he's just yeah. you could not bring him back, could you? Yeah. You know, uh, it's that nose face thing again. But I, I did I did fear the worst for Pratt when I saw him come off after the Wolves uh, after the Leeds game and. Uh, uh, Rogers had his arm round him, smiling yeah. at him, and what have you? I thought <laughs> you're going to be dropped. Well, you know, you know, against a, a lesser team, and and again, no disrespect, but for those sort of middling teams, I quite like to see Pratt in that central defensive mid role, midfield role, but be a bit more progressive with it. The way Samari plays it, where he plays mm. a little bit more forward of a defensive mid, I think Pratt's got the capability to do that because he's a great passer of the ball. And he's got a good engine. And I'd, I'd like to see him get an opportunity. Again, maybe I know it's, it's a lesser opposition, but maybe 
you know, he could play that role against Newport or something and see how he takes to the position. But yeah. I yeah. think he's more than capable of doing it. And, and it's and he wants to be here. Yeah. You, know, you look at Samari and you look at Pratt and they're both said, no, we don't want to go. We want to stay and mm. fight for our place. And that is worth, you know, I mean, Pratt's like having a new signing, isn't he? Yeah. No, he's, he's a really good player. I think. I, yeah. I think. I don't think you'll find anybody who says that they don't like him. To be honest. No, no, I don't at all. Are we going Barnes on the left? We are again. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Barnes, but you can't knock him at the moment. It's just, no. I just wish he had a brain. You know, <laughs> but... I'm not going to knock him, but I wish yeah. he had a brain. <laughs> Oh, that was a double-edged sword. Yeah, it was really, but it's the frustration because he's not—he's not kicked on from where he was, and I think that is football intelligence that holds him back a little bit. That yes. he—he has a position and he knows how to play that, but he doesn't sort of—he doesn't make the right runs off the ball. He doesn't—he doesn't see it. You know, he's—he's yeah. he's very much a. Please give me the ball to feet. I'm going to run. I'm going to look for a one-two. If you can work that out and fill the gaps, then you nullify Barnes. Yes. Um, so, you know, let's hope Man City, you know, uh, are thinking more about going forward and less about their defensive duties. And maybe Barnes will get some uh, joy. Indeed. Um, I'd love to be able to fit an Acho in this team, but I don't think yeah, we are. Me too. And it's going to be Madison, isn't it, on the right? Yeah, well, Madison has to, has to be back in there. Um Okay, it's just a shame that the one poor game he's had this season was the one when Gareth was watching. You know, <laughs> typical, yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. if it made any difference. Let's no, no, no. He, he gave Gareth a, a reason, didn't it? You know, yes. that he can he can throw it back now. Yeah, it, it, it did. Now, I don't know whether we're going to agree on this one or not. Um, I kind of probably go who I'm going for from what I said earlier. But who are you going for in that uh, striker role? I'm going to go Vardy. Um, I think I think the goal will have done him a world of good. I think he likes playing against Man City. I think they, as much of that, I don't think they like playing against him. Yeah. And that means that their defenders, you know, will pay more attention to him and hopefully there'll be opportunities around them um, because they know what Vardy can do to them and he's done it enough times in the past. So, whereas normally I would be starting someone else and bringing Vardy off the bench, I think this is a game where you start Vardy. Do you know what I'm going to say? You agree? I do. Yeah. Yes, 100%. I think he loves... You just said it there, were you? I can't add anything to it very well. You said he loves playing against City. I don't. They don't like playing against him, but please, can we get the ball to him? Yeah, there's no point having him on the field if we're not going to get the ball to him because he can't run up and down for seventy odd minutes like mm. like Daka can. No. So if we're going to play him and we should play him, then at least let's be getting the ball to him. Don't but let he, him have to be coming back for it. No, but he does have a responsibility to make some runs as well. He can't just sit oh, in between, you know, Stones and Diaz and and hope that we're going to try and thread a ball through. You know, yes. he, he has to he has to make those two defenders earn their money tomorrow yes. uh, on Saturday. But I think that is, I don't, I think, I think it will be Samare in the middle. Mm. Um, but I, I, I like Mendy as much as you do, and I have no opposition to to having him in there. But I do think that. 
um, that he will go for Sumare. Yeah. And I've just got I just got a feeling, and I enjoyed it. But I've just got a feeling that um, if Johnny Evans is fit, that he may put Johnny Evans back in. Mm. And I, I don't necessarily agree with that because, like you say. You know, you you you've you've, you've got this defense now that is build, building up an understanding. Mm-hmm. Has kept three clean sheets in a row. They yeah. are like they equal third in the clean sheet table. Um, so I don't I don't want Johnny. I can see an argument for bringing him back, but I, what does it what what does it say to Amarty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing is that. Uh, I don't think Amati would be surprised, you know, because it's yeah. happened to him so many times. He's not the type of player who will throw his toys out the pram, you know. And and again, mm. I think that's another reason why we shouldn't give him as much stick. He's as him and probably Albrighton are the definitions of a squad player who yeah. will come in and do a job and not moan when they're not playing. So fair play to him. So. It wouldn't surprise me, but I hope he doesn't bring yeah. it back. I'm the same. I'm the same with you on that yep. one. Very, very quickly, Mark Albrighton. Um, he still has a he still has a future at Leicester. Do you think past January? Um, I, I think so. I think I, I don't know what his contract situation is. I think he likes it. I, I think he just enjoys being at the club. I I can't see that anybody. In the Premier League is going to come and get him, to be honest. So um no, no I don't think it would be a Premier League club that would come in. No, more. and um, and and that comes down to whether he's happy dropping down. You know, um I I would imagine he comes across as a, a pretty stable guy, a family man who wouldn't want to be travelling too far away anywhere. So, and there's no way he's going to go to Birmingham after being a Villa player. So, I think his <laughs> options are a little bit. Um, Limited, shall we say? I suppose it's that sort of you stay at a Premier League club, and let's be honest with you, age isn't on his side anymore, mm. and you played this bit part role, yeah. And you are vice captain, we know that means diddly squat, really. Uh, or you can drop down a league, which... yeah. I wonder, you know, Mark strikes me as the guy who would probably be doing his coaching badges, um, mm. uh, and w- which. You know the part he's playing at the club at the minute probably helps him to do that. Um, it, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm surmising, but he looks like somebody who would like to stay in the game after after his playing days are finished. And do you think as well? Uh, I mean, we don't want to end up a bit like we were when we were in the old, you know, pre pre um, Kun Kun Vichai days, where I think at one point we we signed all these big names. We'd got Gillespie, we'd got Ferdinand. We're almost like a Derby and Jones club yeah. <laughs> for ex-players. Um, you don't want to end up like that, but do you think? I mean, some players must look at it and go. And we we, we talked about what you know Kuhn Vichai's done for the club, and we, we can't add anything because of you know onto the praise that we've already given him. But aren't there some people that look at this and go? With what he's created, with what top skill, you know, carrying on. Yeah, I'm happy here. I'm actually exactly. I'm treated like a human being. Yeah, there's. I think there's a lot to be said for that, especially when you're when you're getting on in your career. You've either got that real desire that you just want to play, 
or you have to accept that you're a really good club who's going to look after you. And uh, and I think I am that, here. yeah, <laughs> and that that seems to be what uh, what Mark feels at the moment. Yes, yeah, I think that there has got to be be, be, be some of that. Yeah, um, it's going to be a very poignant game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there'll be a few white scarves. Yeah, about. Uh, it will be a great atmosphere. You will be there. Enjoy yourself. Well, indeed. Thank you. Soak up the atmosphere. I'm sure on the 60th minute it will go mm. crazy, as it always does. Yeah. Always brings a lump to my throat when that happens. Um, but thank you, as always, sir. Uh, you're welcome. And, um, and and thanks to you, Chris. I know you've had uh, uh, a tough couple of days, uh, but it's great to see you. Um in front of the camera and uh, your old self, uh, you, and long may that continue, mate. You smooth talking devil, you. <laughs> Thank you very much. It means a lot, mate. Well. Cheers for that. Enjoy the game as always. You and your family stay safe. Cheers, mate. And, and I'll uh, catch you soon. We'll, we'll get we'll get some quizzes going once the world yes. starts. Excellent. Cool. Brilliant. Take care, right. buddy. Cheers. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, Chris. Bye, Bye, everyone. Cheers. Thanks to Craig there, as I always say, my wise old owl. Thank you very much indeed. And do something for me, if you would be so kind. Um, do what the X-Foxes Hello, say. Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey, guys. Ian Hume here. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Indeed, indeed. Um, And that's it. Thank you very much for watching, for lending me your eyes. Thank you very much for lending me your ears if you have been listening on podcast. Uh, All the guys' details are below, both from Craig and for Bernard as well, the Man City fan. Thank you to him for coming on, and thank you to the Man City fans that have popped in uh, as well, and thank you to everybody that, that's passed on their respects for uh, for, for Kuhn Vichai. Really do. It does mean a lot to us as fans. Um, I can say, if you've been listening on podcast, you can have your ears back now. Thank you for listening. I hope you like the new look. It's a little bit, uh, just a little bit tidy, a little bit neater. I'm going to be back Twice tomorrow, once on my... No, no, I'm going to be back once tomorrow at 9 o'clock for the question and answer show question time. We start the first question, then we will go wherever you take us. Get in the chat, ask your questions, and we will do our best. Well, we'll get them included as long as they're obviously clean and legal. Um, Then I'm back twice on Saturday, 12 o'clock. We're doing the watch-along for the Man City game uh, when I will be joined by Doug. And then uh, at about uh, quarter past seven, we'll be nipping over to Doug's channel where they will be playing Leeds. One job, Doug. You cocked it up against Forest. You can do it against Leeds for us. Otherwise, I'm never talking to you again. (laughs) Thanks very much, everybody. Great to be here. I will speak to you tomorrow at nine o'clock. Take care, stay safe, and uh, look after yourselves. Goodbye. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. Lester Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. It is now. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.